Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends. Before I play that wonderful intro, I wanted to wish you all a very happy 2022. That's right, New Year, same amazing Talking Town content coming your way, same amazing hairstyle. How do I do it? As you can tell, same shit jokes as well. Look, listen, right? I'm going to sit here just as we play the intro and finish off the last of the cheese board. There is the Mexicana with the last of the Rich Cracker. It is the 2nd of January. I am finishing a little bit later than normal. So while I play the wonderful intro and you hear from our wonderful partners, I'll be finishing off the cheese board and then we'll be launching ourselves in to 2022. Ipswich Buses, your local bus company serving your football team. Buses run every 10 minutes. Avoid the traffic. Don't get stuck in the delay. Get Ipswich Buses today. A single from only £1.20, a return from only £2. Find out more information at www ipswichbuses.co.uk Ipswich Buses, proud to partner with Talking Town. Welcome one, welcome all, unless you're a Lincoln City supporter. And uh, welcome to Talking Town, the podcast, the platform for fans of Ipswich Town by the fans of Ipswich Town FC. I've got my 1970s curtains, they're rocking, they're rolling. If I unleashed the beast, you would see nothing but light because the sun is actually the sun. I know in January, Joe, it's been it's been one of the hottest New Year's on record. Don't know about you, but this climate change ain't all bad, you know. I don't mind rocking my speedos in January. Um, there's a New Year image for you there. Look at that, beautiful. Anyway, welcome one, welcome all. Over three thousand of you have subscribed. You are all miracles, and we love you all. Uh, the only people we love maybe a little bit more than the guys and girls that subscribe are the wonderful, the amazing Talking Town Fifth Dan Ultras, the guys that let the flares off, wave the banners, pay for the coach parties, pay for the pay for the beer, all of that sort of jazz. They are the guys and the girls in reality that keep us afloat, keep us going, keep the platforms light switched on, uh, computers rolling. Cruncher in beautiful, beautiful Dutch shirts that I can see him in today. You you got that treat coming up, um, but no, honestly, thank you all so much for supporting us through our Ko-Fi. If you do want to join that wonderful list of people, you can do so via the link that's now in the description or a pinned comment. If you can't come contribute monthly, that's okay. You can contribute through our. Um, our YouTube super chat way. If you look at your live chat, you'll see a big square with a big dollar sign in it. If you want to do a super chat, click that button there. Uh, all YouTube super chats are read out much to the annoyance, as we found out just before New Year, to Mike Fisherman Brown. <laughs> Every time he went, there we go, five pounds, missed it just, sorry, five euros, missed it just town. Happy New Year, Gov. Hopefully a great 2022. Do I get my name in there yet? Yeah. Yes, you are on the new list. I've seen the new list. You are on it. You are on it, Mr. Richard Town. We have made sure you are on it. Thank you for your contributions. Um, but yes, the fisherman wasn't overly happy with it. Welcome in, Kev. Hope you're well. Hello, Martin. Hope you're okay. Thanks go to Sarah Davis, Mr. Talking Town family. And we are a family because look at this wonderful motley crew that we are. Look at us. Beautiful, stunning people. Um, I think Kev's in that one as well. So good on him. But he's not been getting nice messages. Kev, send them the hard truth way, my friend. They'll look after you. Uh, Matt and Rich don't mind getting the tables, as they call them. Uh, Roy Clark, welcoming Lee Brown, Sarah Davis. Happy New Year to you all. Right, let's bring in our first contributor to the afternoon. The one, the only. How's your cheese board going? I had, I had cheese and biscuits yesterday, actually. Only yesterday? What was, what's, it's already yeah. up plus one today. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I had a little bit of, like, continental meats with it as well. You know, like them little Spanish tapas. Oh, yes, yes. I've got some of those in the fridge, actually. Yeah. Yes. Macaroni, yeah, salami, yeah. parma yeah. ham. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. that. Have you got any rich crackers left? No. 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 Lizzie bought Jacobs. Not quite the same level. You know, the one off Wallace and Gromit, the orange box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I've got <laughs> one of those in the cupboard right at the back. I bought one. Okay. One pound from the cruncher. Get here. Look at that, look, from the backstage. He's dropped the pound. We'll pick it up. Do not worry, crunch. We'll keep the pound. Big, uh, big shout out to Kev. Don't big worry about shot, trolls yeah. on social media, Kev. They're just trying to make you feel as miserable as what they do. Yes. So don't you worry about them. Just Which, ignore. if you look some of their profile pictures. Are these people Ipswich fans? It annoys me if they're Ipswich fans. And I say fans very loosely. 
Yeah, well, it does annoy you that, doesn't it? I, I, it annoys you on a regular basis. It really does. I just think he's pathetic. We all support the same football club. People you just think he's pathetic. Well, I, I love your Essex accent when you when you try and get the T's in the middle of a middle of a word. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't. It's the water perfect. in Gibraltar ain't what it ought. <laughs> but I you can't know, talk. just you know, twenty twenty two New Year, let all this kind of stuff wash off your back because. Just people are just miserable and trying to make you feel bad as well. What is the new year resolution at Talking Town Towers? We've slapped it all around the walls, big posters everywhere. Chill oh, out. Chill out. And chill out. And make lemonade. Uh, yeah, <laughs> plenty of lemonade. Um, we have got a actually, you know what? We've got a fairly, fairly busy show. We've got uh we've got the 22 2022 hopes for town how many games mm. we'll lose in 2022 got the january shopping list the three of us have put together a shopping list individually yeah. of what we feel mckenna and uh, ashton or as david brent as you call him should be going after in in the january sales uh big posters are drilling everywhere says mike there i can guarantee there's not a single picture <laughs> actually drilling anywhere at talking town towers and there will be although you yeah you could call it like the drilling reception i don't know something like that you know but you have your own tower one day, Mike, when we have our own talking town towers, our own recording studio, we'll do something Aaron Drinnen, just to like, uh, like our friends at Celtic do. Absolutely, studio, haven't they? It's Absolutely, it's the way forward. It's, it's the yeah. future, my friends. It's yeah. the future. Yeah. Um, but no, I was going to say, yes, New Year's Day, no game this 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 time. How did you spend your yeah. brand new, shiny and clean, fresh day of 2022? Well, I sat around watching telly. <laughs> <laughs> is that what else that. Yeah, we've been shortchanged again this year, haven't we? No Boxing Day football, no yeah. New Year's football. Annoying, massively annoying. But yeah, we went out for a bit of a stroll. My son got a scooter for Christmas, so he's, he was being a bit more of a daredevil than I'd hoped for in the park. He's trying to turn into evil Knievel, I think. I was being that sort of overly cautious dad. Hey, come back here. But, uh, <laughs> and it was like a mini heat wave, wasn't it? Because I was it out. Was. It was. was people were walking their dogs. Ten pound from Roy Clark. Look at that. Started twenty twenty two with a bang. Is old Roy. Love it, Roy. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, people walking their dogs, cycling in shorts. About that. Eh? What? Yeah, you see, it was a it's a hot old one, hot old one. I invited the. I had my in laws round all day and late into the evening because you're I you're said. Get them round on the 1st of January to the wife, thinking, wow. <laughs> I'm six. at Lincoln till at least half past six. <laughs> and then the fuck is cancelled. And I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is backfired in a spectacular fashion. But You're, that sounds, Hello, love. That, All right. <laughs> that sounds like sort of like 70s sitcom on BBC or something. Terry <laughs> and June. I thought she out. was out. I thought <laughs> she was out. Um, right, I'm going to bring in the crunch room while I uh, go and apologise to the wife. There you go. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. You're going to darts, yeah? You're going darts tonight? Alexander Palace for tonight, and I'm absolutely buzzing. Are you you wearing the Dutch top? Not allowed no football shirts, Matt. No colours. It's like a nightclub, mate. You can't wear colours. Martin doesn't think it's a sport anyway, by the way, everyone. Any sport where the, uh, you know, you, 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 look, sportsmen, right? They put electrolytes in their body. They put all sorts of different drinks. Darts players? Oh, the Guinness, please, love. Like, that's not a sport. Not like that now. It? It's not like that now. No. That's not it a sport. It's like a snooker. It, it did used to be like that, but. Yeah. yeah. It's very entertaining, isn't it? I mean, the matches last night were fantastic. Yeah, great standard. So looking forward know. to that tonight. Who, Who were you watching last night when the darts was on? What was I watching? Yeah. Uh, you know Spotify? You know the Spotify app now? They've got the lyrics. So oh, yeah. the in-laws and they were singing. They were karaoke basically. Ooh. I was sat here playing football manager and they were, they were karaoke. <laughs> there you go. Different year, same thing. Yeah. Cheers to that, my friends. Rich, are you, are you, uh, Rich, who are you supporting tonight then on the darts? Who, who's your man to go to tonight? Uh, I think Michael Smith in the um, second game. Uh, and then I think, well, the first game is it's a battle of the Scots. Isn't 79 it? P from the Fishman. I didn't see it. It was so small. Sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> cheers, Mike. We love you. Happy New Year to the Fisherman. Uh, Josh says, I agree, Gov. It's not a sport for me either. And Matt said, though, you've got a massive TT flag. <laughs> no, you're not allowed football stuff. Anyway, Josh, I'm looking forward to when Josh's first fight is. We're all going to be there. What's he doing? <laughs> well, yes, we're not. 
Is he boxing? Is he actually oh, Is he brilliant? We'll get you there. Ben Moore yeah. will be on the Ben Moore will be in the corner. Ben Moore, he's a strainer, isn't he? He'll be like uh, he'll be like Mickey and Rocky. <laughs> yes. You gotta put him in the bread basket. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely great, great one. Um oh Josh, let us know when that is. We'll get a load of people down. We'll get a bus bus a coach worthy uh, load of people from Mrs. Buses, of course. Um Colin's favourite bus provider. Robert Grimsby, darts is fantastic. Way to beat Smith 6-4 and Anderson 6-3 versus Wright. That means fuck all to me, Crunch. Anderson v. Wright will be good, I think. Mm. Yeah, that's the first match on, so we'll see. Brilliant pub sport. What colour hair we'll have, Matt, tonight? I find it amazing. Is it bad to put all that amount of colour in your hair over a short period? His wife does it all, doesn't she? Yeah, And it still is like me. Struggles to get excited over two people throwing pointed projectiles in the board. And Steele, you don't even like Ed Sheeran, so get in the bin. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I can't defend Dan now, to be fair. Like, Ed is Ed. Is Ed Ed's a, is, a, is a hero. He's a legend. He's a town. They were talking about last night, because one of the in-laws is a Norwich fan. Bless him. He's had a hard life. And the, Did you sing uh, the song to him? What, they get battered everywhere they go? Yeah. No, I didn't. No, but I did, he did say, apparently, that he was thinking Ed Sheeran might pop along to Elton's concert at Carrow Road. I said, no fucking chance. <laughs> no chance. He ain't going to pop along to Carrot Road, is he? Like, he can imagine the, the PR stunt that would turn out to be. He's just town sponsor <laughs> on stage at Carrot Road. Like, <laughs> there's some, you know, there's some stuff you just can't be getting away with, mm-hmm. I would have thought. Mm-hmm. But, but this is an interesting question for you both to divert from the darks. Who's the biggest star? Elton John. Or Ed Sheeran, which one benefits the most out of the partnership that they've currently got? It's funny because um, Elton had never had a Christmas number one, had he, Matt? He hadn't. No, no. no. But he has he now. Did. But was that down to uh, Lad Baby, or was it down to Ed? It was down to the charity, wasn't it? Because you were you were you were supporting the charity. Let's be yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. I would say Ed's bigger than Elton now. I mean, Elton doesn't really re- just well, he's he's about to retire, isn't he? But certainly, so. Elton back, certainly, obviously, back in the day, Elton was that level of fame. But of course, Elton didn't have social media. He was just, he, he could only reply on TV and radio play, couldn't he? I've seen him concert Absolutely. at Portman Road, Matt, once, Elton John. I was supposed to see him last year. It's been put back to 2023 at the O2. <laughs> Nick Muller went to Leighton Orient versus Bristol Rovers. Wasn't called off till fans are arriving. Yeah, I see that was very late. Oh, and still went and saw a, a decent game. Stowe versus Cockleshaw. You no, know, five Bristol Rovers coach diverted to Sutton yesterday. Did it? Yeah, and Lee Brown was at Sutton yesterday. I see he was down there at, um, watching Sutton beat Exeter 2-1. Oh, nice. They're third. Third in the division. Are they? Yeah, in the fourth division. They're third. Yeah, got, some sad right news. got some sad news in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Please bow your heads because apparently the bromance is over. Josh Russell, as much as I love Ben, he'd never be in my corner. <laughs> you wouldn't get Rocky without, without Mickey, would you? You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. You know, you wouldn't get... Who's a bigger Joshua diva, by the way? Elton John or Mike the Fisherman? Oh, no contest. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a knockout in the first round. Yeah. That's not even close. Uh, so where are you on, where are you on snooker being a sport? As we're talking about sp- things that aren't yeah, sports fair, that aren't fair, sports. I've been to the Masters a lot of times at Alexander Palace. It's a sport though, is it? Of course it like, is. Bloke City's for 6,000, not doing anything. I think... It's like cricket, to be fair. Stood in the field doing that jack shit. Okay, the other night, you were talking about a cricket player being bored while playing the sport he's played pay to play. I was thinking, you wouldn't get this in football. That's, that's not Ronaldo saying I'm bored playing the right wing. Uh, it's very, uh, the, it's kind of mental, isn't it, darts and snooker? Yeah. Remember Cliff, Cliff Fulburn, Rich? Yeah, the Maybe. grinder. He said, I remember... Not that by the way, folks. <laughs> he, uh, he said he was doing it. He was, he was at the Masters or the Worlds or wherever it was. I remember seeing an interview with him and he got to like a break of like 40, 45, whatever. And then suddenly he said his mind was gone and he was shaking and he deliberately missed the, the next one so he could go back and sit down and just get his mind together. So I think darts to snooker, you've got to be really mentally on it. The first one four seven, didn't he? Cliff yeah. Foreman at the, I think it was a crucible. Do you remember um, Bill Werbenick, the big Canadian? He was, he was watching, he had the screen and he was watching round. Yeah. He was an Ipswich fan, apparently. Big Bill. Now, he did sink a few pints, didn't he, while the game was going Yes. <laughs> Look. Big break. Bully. They're great the two player. things great, that you want to watch. Program. Big break. It's only a game. It so is. Put up a real good You get home from Putman Road in the 90s, stick on Big Break, then Gladiators, yeah. 
what a Saturday night that was. You know, the wolf. Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? The big bad wolf. <laughs> he was awesome. He was great. <laughs> totally was it for the wolf. Clearly. <laughs> um, Eureka Johnson, Fashnu presenting it. Great times, the 90s. Really just amazing times. You know, you come home from Marshall's mullet to the big break. <laughs> Marshall's mullet. To the gladiators. Well, the, put as many John balls. Ver- yes. That's when Jim Davidson was allowed on the telly. <laughs> yeah, prime time. Yeah. As well, absolutely <laughs> shocking, right? Uh, talking of shocking, what have we got? Oh, let's have our thoughts on the COVID situation currently because EFL now dropping match day tests. So yeah, they're dropping match day tests, you say, and then the Bristol Rovers late Norwich game was cancelled on the match day. So, mm. how did that work out? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Again, you're again, you're going into this world of the unknown, aren't you? You can go to the NFL <laughs> where no one's got a clue what's uh, going on. Yeah, yeah it was my favourite gladiator, Matt Stanley. Yeah, was your favourite? Okay. Matt, favourite gladiator? Uh, I didn't really have one, to be honest with you. There was no one I sort of like. Ben, ben likes catchphrase. That was another great programme. Yeah, say what you see. Roy Walker, yeah. one of the best. One of the, one of the yeah, absolute best. Blockbusters still on. Blockbusters, do you remember Blockbusters? Mm, I do. Kids from our schools on Blockbusters. In from the Would 60s. Be? My favourite gladiator, probably, I don't know, it's a great one. So, like, Rhino was great. Wolf, what could be Wolf? Just for the pure comedy oh, value yeah. of what yeah. Wolf was. You know, if you saw the Wolf, you knew the contestant was going to win because the Wolf was shit. But he thought he was <laughs> epic. It was like a pantomime, you know what I mean? What is gladiator? I mean, that's, come on, Ronnie, you must know because they, they brought it back a couple of years ago. It was nothing like the original. But he's, he's, the same, he's in the same age group as Sid Driver, you know, blankety blank. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Well, the world of TV, yeah. I, I can remember actually watching the American one. When I used to work in pubs and you get home at one in the morning, the American one would be on like ITV like through the night. Lots of jets <laughs> coming. I remember Vogue. I don't remember Jet. Jet was the one with black hair. Well, I'd imagine so with Jet black hair. Yeah, that, that's kind of. <laughs> well, maybe she liked planes. <laughs> she liked her. Yeah, she does dancing, mate. Every morning. Jet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who's he playing yeah. now, man? Is he still a Samiran? Who's that? Is he, is he at St Mirren, Jet? Oh, uh, Aberdeen. He's at Aberdeen now. He got moved to Aberdeen. He was at Livingston, I think. Yeah, they went to Aberdeen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember any of their names other than Jet and, and Wolf. Lightning. Oh, Trojan in there. Oh, Lightning. Mike, was me now. Lightning. What's the, what's the referee called, Martin? You John go Anderson. on first whistle. John Anderson. Contender. Quality. <laughs> <laughs> You should do that before we start the show. Contributor, already. Before I had my accident, I used to treat the stairs as, as the old travelator. You know, can I get to the top? Ah, yeah, smash through the <laughs> pixel glass. At the what end. was the program, Matt, with Dusty Bin? Was that three, two, one? Three, two, Ted one. Ted Rogers. Now we saw Dusty Bin and Ted Rogers in Panto at South End. Three, two, one. Yeah, brilliant. Again, that'd be a show most kids don't know. Well, st- uh, Sid's uncle's still having the wow meat for Christmas, I reckon. But uh, blankety blank, says Sid, still ain't got a clue. So, yeah, COVID situation, because it is a bit of a piss take at the moment. It's all of a mess, which, it, which, you know, considering the EFL, Matt, we had this conversation in the summer when they first broke the season up the first time, because the EFL were at a loss then. There was no leadership being shown, and it's done again. Yeah. The, the, the clubs are, the, the towers wagging the dog. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That yeah, sound right, but we'll carry on. <laughs> that was a film, Wag the Dog, Robert De Niro. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, again, the EFL being a bit farcical. I'm told that if you can't, if you've got 13 senior pros or something out, then the the game will be postponed. But Lincoln have 48 players to choose from if you take in their first team into account and they're they're 23. So I just think you have a squad squad of 22 that they name at the start of the season. That's bollocks, though, isn't it? Yeah, they do. They do. You do in the Premier League. I don't think you do it, do you? No, you do because Miles Kellogg's not, not registered, is he? No. But you can still, all right, okay, fair enough. So we but could not thing, play Kenlock in the league no, then, is what you're saying? No, you can't play. That's why he's not playing at all in the league, because you can't play him. Do they have to, is that for the season, mine, or do they name it again in January? Yeah. No, January, in the January window, you could otherwise you'd obviously have an issue yeah. where you'd bring a player in and wouldn't be able to, to register him. But in January, or is this Feb, it might even be Feb the 1st, because obviously January 31st, no, no, all yeah. shit going it's, on. Don't you think it's a nonsense at this level, though, when, you know, we're not in the same realm. Any level. Premier League, are we? So, I mean, you should be able to just be able to pick from your, your 50 playing staff, I think. If, if 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 a club employs a player crunch on a on a pro con on, on any contract, 
they must view him as a decent prospect. So why why are you not able to bring yeah, him? Yeah, in they, the they, squad? they were going on about the um, Middlesbrough Sheffield United game because they were going to have to play that. Wilder wasn't very happy. In the end, it was cancelled. But they they were telling him to he'd have to recall loan players. And you're thinking yeah. loan players have sent out for a reason, aren't they? Because obviously they're not ready for the first team. They're out to progress. So you recall someone for what one game, mm. and then what happens? You know it's. Look, I can I can see it from both sides because say it was town and we had say Bond was injured, Morsi was injured, Edmondson was injured, then we got a few COVID. We'd be looking to do exactly the same. So we can't sit here and preach to everyone and say, Oh yeah, you're cancelling your game, you should play, because we'd do exactly the same. I'll tell you what they should do. They should do what the NFL do, right? And they should have injury reports where you've got a list of player and injury report. If he, if, he, if he misses training or he's limited in training, yeah. um, he's got, I think he's got to be on, yeah, I think he'll be on the yeah. report three times, yeah, leading up to it before everyone's you can look, clear him out of the game. Me. Everyone's caught up with me now. Neil Perks has caught up with me. Mike DeFishman's caught up with me. I said Scott Twine, everybody, in the summer. We'll get to that a bit Listen, later on because you've, you've, yeah. uh, you've got some interesting names on your list. Um, yeah. <laughs> you have really interesting names. But I just feel like, because at the moment, it's whole COVID and injuries. Well, if you had an injury report, that's a little bit more in depth. Clubs have like to list. Newcastle, Martin. The other night, they got two or three injured in that game against United. Obviously, uh, Sam Maximan was injured. Wilson was injured. Two of their better players. And then they've cancelled the game against Southampton. Now, are you, t- are you telling me they've cancelled it because they've got COVID everywhere, which they've probably got some COVID cases, but they're using it to their advantage. Because if you were Newcastle and you're in the Premier League, you'd wait for real you're down the bottom. You want your better players playing, don't you? You'd wait for Kieran Trippier to get off the bus, you know, from, from the airport, swapping the Champions League for the Championship. <laughs> hey, good old Kieran. They've won less games than Norwich, Newcastle. That, Kieran Trippier's on his way, apparently. Yeah. So I've run, I've, he tweeted yeah. out today. There oh, you go. A new challenge. Okay. Yeah. He'll enjoy going to Sheffield United and Nottingham Forest next year, won't he? <laughs> That's a new challenge in itself, Kieran. I see Lincoln you. topping up their squad yesterday, mate. I think they signed one, maybe two players. You know, so they're when we play them next time, they might be stronger. But it is what, what it is. What a surprise. Yeah. Uh, people just people have moved, <laughs> pardon the pun, but just moving the goalposts to, to suit them. Yeah, yeah. Talking of moving the goalpost, 2022 is now here. We are two days into it. What we'll do, we'll do this in two ways. First, your hopes for 2022 in terms of just town hopes, and then we'll I'll ask you the question of how many games you'll think we'll lose in 2022. Because mm-hmm. um, I said a number the other other day, and I thought it was quite a low number. I thought people were surprised, but but people weren't. So, uh, what's your hopes first and foremost? Which obviously try not to say promotion because that's clear as you know as the day is long, as night follows day. Um, it's a podcast. We've got to try and make some sort of fucking content, chaps. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll start. I, I, I just hope we can get back to being creative and innovative on the pitch. Hopefully, which I think we probably will under McKenna, having you know seen the game against Wickham, mm-hmm. just to get the fans entertained again. You know, because Lambert football was boring. The tail end of the McCarthy reign was boring, um, and then even Cookie started off with like great expectations and even then we were all sitting there in that barrow going going this is boring so it's just sort of you know give people something to look forward to give it such fans something to look forward to because you know we put that video out last week didn't we <laughs> the um you know Norwich get bad yeah. 32,000 views it got and, and there's loads of Norwich fans just reminding us of where we are that's fine we couldn't beat Barrow you know I can't remember the last time you beat Norwich you know going back to was it 2009 was it yeah nine um so these are just things that we should aim for long term in terms of getting back to parity with Norwich and that starts with being entertaining and on and creative on the pitch I think which is you know been sadly lacking for a lot of the you know the younger fans that we've got I think they've just gone out of the sense of duty I, I would say um so I like Kiwis I really hope we keep Wharton that's the sort of thing we want I like that Mike the Fishman creativity Stephen says consistency cruncher it's got to be consistent and, and progression, you know. Um, I, I know we all we're probably going to chat about like the rest of this season. It's still going to be hard. I think Matt probably agrees with me to make the playoffs from where we are at the minute. Yeah, but we want to see progression Never. on the pitch. We, look, we're not going to give up. I, look, I know we're not going to give up, but we want to see him progress. Entertaining, yeah. We it is an entertainment business we're in because we've been getting good support, haven't we? You know, we're probably yeah. what average twenty thousand. Yeah. You know, them last two games, obviously, 
29 there at Sunderland and then 26 against um, uh, Wickham. But it is all about progression, but it's winning football games. I know people having a go at Wickham and they were having a go at them yesterday at Charlton, but they went to Charlton yesterday and they got a great 1-0 victory. And that's what it's yeah. all about. At the end of the day, it's all about that three points at mm. 10 to 5 on a Saturday and like quarter to 10 on the midweek. So it's all about winning games, progressing. And like McKenna said in his post-match after Wickham, let's see we are where we are in a couple of months. If we can put a little run together... You, you don't know with football, but saying that, we haven't done that since 2003. We haven't won five games on the spin, and that is what we're going to need to do to get up the league. Yeah, That's just being realistic. I'm not giving up. I'm no, not saying we can't make the playoffs. No. I'm just looking at it realistically at the minute. Where we are, we're going to have to go on a run that will probably put you in the top two. It's to a tall order. It is it's a tall a, order. It's a tall order. When I say entertainment, I'm not looking like... You know, flicks and all that kind of thing, or Rabona's and all that kind of stuff. Entertainment for me is a, a team that's on the front foot. It's pressing. It's trying to get the ball. It's pressing high. All the, all those kind of things that McKenna has said. You know, it doesn't have to be flashy football, Barcelona tick attack, all that, all that kind Mike of stuff. Brown, I'm not it's saying we can't make the playoffs. I'm, no, you're saying it's, it's, it's an Everest-sized task. That's that's a fair because it is. Massive. It is an Everest, but you've got to climb Everest at some point. So why not now? Why not this year? The, the fact the fact remains, we're going into the second half of the season. How many points are we behind six? Nine, ten? Yeah. That's that's pretty big. Well, Plymouth are now in sixth on 24, 43. We've got 32. So well, there you go. That you know. that is a that is a tall order. I mean, that's just a fact. It's wins though, it's gonna get us there. It's like Callie yeah. said on Thursday. Yeah. You're gonna to go to places like Sheffield Wednesday, you're gonna go there. Normally you'd say go to Sheffield Wednesday, get a point, good result. We really need to be going there and we need to be beating these teams. <laughs> I like that. The teams around you, you've got to take the points off them. Kiwi. I also hope we thrash the W imps, wimps, 10-0 for crying off. And McKenna's got a big task on his hands because he's got to turn around an underachieving culture. Yeah. And be and he's a new guy on the eight block. Games, Matt. We've won eight games in 24. Yeah, I mean, you know, we should have we should have walked this league, in my opinion, with the budget we've put out there. We should have walked we try it. And warn you all. But there we go. We should have walked it. We should have absolutely walked it. So he's he's got to turn around an underachieving culture. Um, and we've seen the, the green shoots <laughs> in the uh, Wiccan game because they said I certainly think that was the performance of the season for me. Not in terms of like maybe an entertainment level, but just there was tactics there. There was uh, it seemed like a game plan, didn't it? It seemed like a game plan. And that changed more game. Team we look, Matt. Yeah, exactly. You we knew you what know, we were doing. Great performances don't have to be flashings like Portsmouth or Wickham away. It can be cohesiveness on the pitch. It'd be really unfair for me to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's me. I think he's, I think the Burgess substitution, which was inadvertently forced on him, changed the game because I think Burgess dealt with the long balls better than Coulson would have done, and that was Wickham's game plan. As it proved again recently, they yeah. launched balls. We moved Norwood to the left side, and they were kind of nothing. Like mm. Wickham forced you to defend a long ball and and a lot of tricks and sorcery and football. You know that referees let you walk the line as it were um i want us to be more streetwise as well i want us to be more streetwise because i get yeah. a lot of people after the games like we, we're saying oh look at these teams like oxford they're cheating it's not cheating it's being smart you know when yeah. we go to these places away and we're winning one nil yeah if you it, lay down on the floor take the sting out of the game everyone does it you can't be crying about that no exactly no. Right, we have got 22 games left of this current season uh, and then obviously the start of next season, depending on what league you think we may be in. How many games do you think we're going to lose in 2022 as a whole? I've said, I said 15 on the show the week, but I actually was thinking 12, so 15 or 12. League League games. Yes, league games. I'm going to say 12. We're only going to lose 12 league games in the year 2022. You're going across two seasons here. Across two seasons. Well, well, that's a difficult question, though, isn't it? Because you know, we could we could put the run together that Mike thinks we might be able to do and get in the championship. I mean, yeah, well, I think that. we will, and I think we'll, we'll, we'll this time next year we'll be a draw out of the championship side. So that is my prediction. Yeah. In that's, my that's prediction, the, so that's twelve that's games defeated and a championship side. Because okay. I believe in McKenna, and I believe in what I've seen in, in one ninety. Then again, one ninety is only one ninety. Raheem Harper, how you doing? Happy New Year. Um, so I don't know. But I'm saying 12. What are you two saying? 
I need to get I need to get a fixture list up here. First. Colin says six in a whole calendar year. That's a big. Colin, Colin did tell us on Thursday, Matt, that we were going to go unbeaten for the rest of the season. He did. So he's losing six championship games. I do like Colin's. I do like Colin's optimism. Well, he just have the Doncaster. This is a statement to the rest of the league. <laughs> this is a cha- well, Matt did say. Matt said this is a championship he performance. He did. I did. But it, I was, did but it was. It was. It just happened to be against a, a non-league style team. Safety guy. <laughs> McKenna didn't arrive the magic wand. He's basically got to work with a set of underachievers in the go. main. You can shape them and have some new in, but don't beat miracles. Matt says 12. Ben says 18. 18? It's high, isn't it? Fucking hell. That's a bad that's a bad 2022, that is. I'm being positive here, Ben. Come on. Are you looking at oh. like it's probably gonna be about 46 games then? 40 44, 46 over the two. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying I, 12. Still, I still my gut is that I think we'll still be in League One next season. So I'm looking at the end, I'm looking at the fixtures we've got this year. I think Sheffield wins I I reckon we'll probably lose four games between now and the end of the season. Okay. And then right. going into next season. I'm gonna go seven because I think yeah, we'll, seven. I think yeah I think we'll start again as favourites next season with a depleted derby coming down. Um, hopefully we'll start off like we should have done this year. But did... Nick's 22. gone twenty-two. I'm not quite sure. Nick, Nick we're going for the games. That we... <laughs> I pay twenty-two. We're fucked if it is. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, it could happen. I suppose it's ten. I'll go between TV ten and ten and twelve. I think we'll lose. Good number twelve. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Wait, Wait, you say, are you are you thinking that we're going to be in the championship next season as well? No, that's a lot. So of games. high. That's high in League One, right? We're you going six between now and six. This We've lost eight all, all years. All, all year. Yeah, if you went current season, six, so six, in, six the rest of this season, then six at the start. Next season, how many t- how many games have like teams at the top lost? Sunderland have lost four. Sunderland have lost five. Yeah, so if, if you're going to lose four or five. To be top in them top two at Christmas time next year. Yeah, I'd say I'll go eleven. There you go. I'll go eleven. Okay, eleven. So twelve, eleven, and Matt's gone with eight. Was it seven? Seven. Do apologise. Seven. There we go. We'll come back and we'll visit this on the first of January, twenty twenty three. Note the time in the logbook. Community is thirty three minutes and five seconds. Um, Legacy Bates can't believe what he's hearing. He may be appearing a bit later on in the show. We do only want to go for 60 minutes, though, Mike. So um, <laughs> we'll see if we can get to it. Although we are coming to the last point. So, I mean, possibly so. Shopping list. Who do we want in this January window? I'm going to start with things off with the media mogul. Here he goes. Here is little graphic. Moguls must get. And you've got three names on there, Matt. Talk us through them. Well, I start... I'll start with Fernandez, Alvaro Fernandez. So I think I do think McKenna's going to revisit Man United. I'd be absolutely amazed if he doesn't. There's actually a, there's an abundance of options he could do. A lot of their academy came through um, under Solskjaer, he, in, albeit not maybe playing loads of games, but in terms of training with the first team. So you'd have had a, you'd have seen him on a daily basis. So Fernandez is 19 in March. Spanish, obviously, came to to United from Real Madrid Academy. He plays Madrid. left back which is a position I think we need to strengthen. I'd love to keep Coulson, but unfortunately can't keep... Nah, send it back, Matt. Send it back. Nah, I want, yeah. I want availability. That's the best ability. I don't yeah. want players that are injured all the time. He, uh, so, Fernandes for me, and I think, he's, like I say, there's more Man United options there. Mm-hmm. We might come to in a minute. But uh, he's played in the EFL Trophy three times. He's He had very broken English when he arrived in England. He spent the whole of lockdown learning English, so he speaks it well now. Um and I think that could be someone that McKenna will, will look at and maybe look to bring in. Okay. Alvaro Fernandez, 19. Two others there. Nicky, is it Nicky Cadden? And... Uh, Nicky Cadden, yeah. So one of my bugbears this season has been um we've not been able to replicate what Burns does on the right, on the left. Good player he is. I see him in the playoffs last year for them. Forrest, yeah, for Forest Green. So he can play left midfield or left wing back. He's had a bit of a weird career. He's only 25, but he's had a lot of clubs in Scotland. He started at Adrianians, then he went to Livingston, then he went to Ayr. Then he went to Greenwich Mawson. Then he got picked up on a free by Forest Green. Um, and his strengths are crossing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how quick he is. I'm sure, I'm sure he's not as quick as probably what Carl Edwards is. But the fact is, he's, he was around back November, December, leading the League Two for, for for crosses into the box. I forgot that, about Carl Edwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. 
Yeah. So that's something we've really missed, I think, because, you know, it, albeit Edwards tries really, really hard mm. uh, and takes on a man. He's crossing. He's not that good. So Cadden is properly, you know, we know Edwards is right footed. So he's cutting in. But, You'll never get Affalion. I don't see that ever. Well, happen. that was just one. That I put that one in there because that's a funny one for me because he's a London lad, right? And he played one game for West Ham and he scored, I think, in the FA Cup against Doncaster in like the third or the fourth round. Mm-hmm. They won 4-0. He couldn't really break in. So he went to Bolton. But if you go back to the start of the season, just after we they, we lost 5-2 to, to Bolton and, and after Lyon scored two, didn't he, and turned KVY inside out and made him look a bit yep. of a mug. Um, they lost their captain, Sersevich. Anthony Sersevich. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah he went, he went, to Stop, went to Stockport. So he's dropped out from League One. Just Well, that's what I'm thinking. You know, I do feel like Affalion's probably gone to Bolton just to put himself in the shop window. So, yeah, he, I mean, he's only been there half a season. But he, again, he is someone, if we were still playing 4 2 3 1, I thought we'd rule that out, by the way, in the future, with McKenna being quite flexible and tactic. He plays on that left side. He's got seven goals this season. If he'd scored seven goals for us, he'd be our second top scorer. So clearly, right. somebody else who has an impact on the left side. All right, I'll give you my shopping list and we'll finish with the crunches and his interesting names. I've got three names, McNeil, uh, Matete from Fleetwood and Hardly from United. McNeil, I'm going to start with, he's a striker. He's aggressive. Yeah, really highly thought of at United, actually, Charlie McNeil. And they're looking to to try and get him a loan spell out. He was part of the unique work experience scheme, which United devised. Listen, you need a striker. He was. He's been dubbed the next Carlos Tevez, which to me, (laughs) that's quite big shoes. The next Carlos Tevez. Played for City, now plays for United. Crossed the divide. I'm just thinking, we need a striker. You've got got Bond, you've got Norwood. Mm. And then what we've got, Joe Piggott, who possibly could move on, we don't know. Caden Jackson. Um, As you say earlier, I think we're going to see a couple of United. So Hardley is another Mm. player there. A left back, you had Fernandez. So I went a bit further into the the bag of tricks, but there's also a uh, pie there, a guy called Pie who signed from Sunderland for half a million. He they could look to get him loaned out. Um, the exciting thing about the McKenna, I suppose, is that there's lots of United players that are on the verge of the first team. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to be greedy, you've got Alanga still there. Um, so the chap they signed from Atlanta for 38 million last year, can't get a look in. Depends how highly they think McKenna and Perk can look after them and bring them along. That's the that's the key to it all. That's yeah. what you know. What do they feel? The last one is Matete from Fleetwood. Run rings around us in the opening game of the year, um, opening li- home game against Fleetwood. I would personally buy him and loan him back to Fleetwood because I don't think he'd probably fit into the team this year, and I think he's better served playing games. And he's playing games at Fleetwood. That would then, of course, help them. They might see it more favourably in terms of a transfer fee. Look at you getting big time. If they oh, gonna... back. <laughs> yeah, back. Why not? He's better served playing than watching Morsi um, and, and, and co. But... But, then, but people were saying on the show, you know, the other day that... Five pounds, David follow... Colburn. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. We... Thank you. Well done, David. We, we need another foil for Morsi because people are saying they don't, they're not playing. Well, that is what he would be. But he's, is he, his development is better. Like the guy from the like, we're talking about Man United. They want to get him out on loan because... His development is being stunted by not playing. You don't want to bring a young player in like like, like the chap from Fleetwood and then stunt his growth by sitting in behind Sam Morsey, who does seem to pick up bookings, but never seems to pick up fans. So I don't understand how he does it. He's a magician <laughs> with yellow cards. He makes him disappear. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the great. This is the great thing about the United connection, isn't it? They know we look safe pair of hands. We talk about it on here sometimes. That's such a trusted thing in in football. Mm. They will know. With what they're getting if they come to Ipswich through McKenna and Pert. It's great. You know, rather than that, then go to bloody Steve Evans. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. So you've got the moguls must get, you've got the govs, uh, what, what have I named mine? Govs got to have. And this is the crunchers list. This is interesting names. So, you know, we'll let him talk you through it. It's the crunchers sleeping there through. There you go. Crunchers we've got, look, we've got enough players there at the minute for him to work with. I'll be signing Bond permanently. I'll be signing Walton and I'll be signing Selena if you can sign him. Why would but, you sign Selena? Because I think he's. Would you not sign him? Yeah, I would in a heartbeat. Has, has he really impressed you this season, other than the fantastic goal? 
against their crew. Has he really impressed you? He's on his day. He's he's the best player in this league, Matt. You've just got oh, to get him. He's been he's been no injured. Why is he the best player in this league? He is. How? On his day. Rich says like, so. On his day. On his day. Where's, where's his day going to come? But we're going on one, one game from McKenna and suddenly people are saying we're going to sign three or four players. You've got to think of COVID as well. There's not... I don't think there would be that much movement in January. There's not a lot of movement anyway, you know, in January. I think with COVID, a lot of people will be trying to keep most of their squads together. Not you know? if, you, if you're trying to buy people, the money will talk. Let me Great take that. question for Ben Moore. How much quality do you have in the backup positions, though? Yeah, very true. You know, you've got Chapman, you've got Scott Fraser... You've got Joe Pickett. Might be got a Swansea. That, that room is picking up a bit possibly, again. Possibly. Selena seems like a luxury to me at the moment. I'd be sending him back if it was me. Sending him back? What? Fucking hell, man. What are you what doing this morning? Had on, what impact has he had on games this season? No, Matt, you don't send him back, though, do you? Like, he's better in your ranks than the Mustards. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you can free that spot up to get someone else in. Might have more so, if Walton goes back, I wouldn't be signing another yeah. goalkeeper. I said to Colin... Yeah. You've He's got a keeper that you've got a lackey there, you've signed. Got I'll be looking at him for the rest of the season and seeing what yeah. he can do. All right, well, well, Walton will go back, I reckon. He can't have taken too kindly to getting shoved at the valley. He'll but go back you, and you'll be the backup. Don't you need a left wing back? Yeah, absolutely, which is what we've just said here. Yeah. Well, so you, Selena hasn't done it over there. He's not really and I've said it before in it, so I feel comfortable saying this. He's looked nothing like the player that was here on that first loan spell. And I'm a Selena <laughs> fan, by the way. But he just seems yeah. a luxury we don't need. And I do remember, Rich, when we were at the Barrow game, whichever one we were sat with in the olden one, and he was doing little flicks and that, and you were going, we don't need that right now. <laughs> you know what you're getting from him. You know what you're getting from him. But well, you I, know. I, I, that's the problem. We don't know what you're getting from him. Matt, you're crazy. Stenner's won two matches this season already. Which we've, um, with the system we play now, Matt, with that system we're playing, I think Good he could boy. fit perfectly in there. Yeah. You know, where you had a Luco. Let's Absolutely. Right. Okay, yeah. Let's give it, because he's not actually featured yet, has he? So let's give him an opportunity. But certainly in the first half of the season, he was nowhere near the player that we saw, other than the crew goal. Fantastic goal. One of the best we've seen at Fulham Road. He, he was nowhere near. The, where's the guy who was shooting from 30 yards? Ain't seen that at all. No. But I think well, the Luco goals. role... He's got four goals. So yes. what did he get the season he was he, here online? I think he got eight. If he, was, if he was really on top of his game, we wouldn't be sitting in bloody mid-table, let me tell you that right now. Mm, how, many other, how many other how many other uh, League One teams have got the pedigree of how many, games he actually, how many games has he started? How many games has he started? No, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But this is the thing: we signed three number tens. We signed him. We signed Chaplin, and we signed Fraser. And Cook didn't know which one. Well, Fraser didn't hardly play there, but he kept chopping. And ch when Chaplin came in, he got what six goals, I think, in ten, and took his chance. So where does he fit in, Matt? Because there's only one going to play. They can't all be playing. And this is why I'm staying. Well, this I is can't the problem. see signing that many more players. We've got enough as it is. Well, maybe the that, player is. But yeah, but think about that. Chaplin, Morsey, why did they drop down from the championship? Why? Paul Cook. Do they really want to be here? Does, Cook, does Connor still want to be? I mean, we did a great interview with him. He said, I came here because of the manager. They, 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 they put their championship career on hold, on mm. ice. To come down to League One for Paul Cook. Now, the very reason they came here is not here anymore. Ben Moore, Cadden, I'll get you straight away. Send Coulson back and loan out Clements. I, I jokingly said to you last night, Rich, Mars Kenlock. You know, let's see how good Scott McKenna as a coach really fucking is. <laughs> you know, here's Mars Kenlock. Make him a decent left back. Whose dogs is that? Well, it's Rich, but he's not happy. He's not moving. <laughs> he's not He's not impressed with the Mars Kenlock. <laughs> Kenlock's going, isn't he? He is going. Yeah. He is. So where are we going? I know everyone's got. I know everyone's got a clean slate, but is he really going to have a chance? Mm. Probably not. And who, who would even pick him up? What well, kind of United wanted him? Only Sutton Let's wanted do a swap him. Deal they, um... Your Fernandez, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just, in terms of um, you know, I saw Matt put in the comments says Selena hasn't been fit. Well, that's not actually his problem, is it? I mean, he, he did come with illness. We don't. We know that. And it makes me wonder, why did we sign him in the first place? Because there's no one actually involved in the club other than behind the scenes, like a oh, Brian Clue or whatever, who was actually here when Selena was here in the first loan spell. I don't think you should be getting rid of players of his quality, Matt. Blimey. No, We're in League One. Definitely. Why would you want to get definitely. rid of him? Hello, he's not shown the quality in any of the games other than a handful. 
Okay, right, we've got 10 minutes. I'm going to try and bring a couple of people in. Let's see what they're going to say. First of all, the moneymaker, Mr. Mike Fisherman Brown. Don't forget YouTube, Chipper <laughs> Chat, if you want to hear less of his voice. Mike, talk to us. You've heard the lads for the last 45. What's on your mind? I agree with Matt to a point. I wouldn't get rid of him, but I, I don't think he's been a well-beater, Selena. No, he's not, has he? No, no, with respect, right? Yeah, but players stand out. We had this with Dazelle last year. Oh, yeah, he needs better players around him and all that crap. Yeah, but... you know what I mean, with respect, you know, um, you know, Selena for me, uh, you know, he's a great player, don't get me wrong. But we've had this chat, Rich. He needs to pass the ball more and he needs to get his head up more, you know, and there, and and just uh, just show us. More of this this player that, that he needs a proper run in the team, right? Because he's been in and out of the side, he's been injured, he came yeah, with COVID. You know, he's not had a pre season. Everybody needs to be a little bit realistic. He had a real bad okay. bout of COVID and a heart problem. I get that, I get that, and no one's no one's no one's saying that. What I'm saying is, he has had chances in the team to prove to get to show, and he hasn't done enough. I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm not going as far as what Matt. He'll is always saying. be that type of player, Mike, who flits in. Yeah, and but out then, then, and... then, then that's not the type of player we need because mm. we need players to play as a team. That's been our problem all season. We've had eleven individuals out there, and we've not we've not been playing as a team. Yeah. You know, and if with respect, I like Selena, but you know, if he's not prepared to play in the part of this team. You don't win football matches with one, with eleven individual players. You don't. Mm, mm, you play. Mm, you win mm. football matches by playing as a team. I get you could, that. You could be an average. Listen, you could be an average team and win the Premier League, proven by Leicester. I get that, but then you need a little sprinkling of that that X factor. Who look at his goal that he scored against. Um, yes, he scored that, the goal against the Fleetwood one. Oh, the crew game. Yeah, yeah. That won us the game. No one else well, in no yeah, one I know, 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 I you, you need players like him, I do agree. And I am a, look, I am a Selena fan, but... Yes, so I, am I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's no point saying, oh, you've got to keep him around because of one good goal against Crew. You need someone who's going to have consistent impact. And if that means sending him back to get someone else in that McKenna wants that can consistently give an impact, because you can only have so many loans. Antonson with a great point. The problem go. with Selena was the 100%. cook system. Absolutely. Yeah, well class is permanent. You don't send players of that class in League One back to the mustard. You just simply don't do it. Mike, you weren't happy earlier with um, calling, making the playoffs uh, Scallion Everest or whatever. You were... Well, I just don't understand the thinking behind that. Right, We've had one or two fans. I'm, I, I weren't picking on you, Rich, specifically, but yes, there, there's been one or two fans that are saying we're never going to make the playoff season's over. We might as well just stay at home then, watch games on iFollow. Well, you do. Quite frankly, no. Listen, we've had, we've had. I've been, I've been quite negative about town the last year. Yeah, right. And and I, I just feel there's a complete change in the atmosphere with regards to what's going on. And I'm, I'm, I'm one that's picked up on it more than any, than than anyone, I think, because I honestly believe that we have a bloody good chance. Ten points is only what three and a half games. Yeah. And this yeah. league is yeah. mad. Okay. So we started off badly, but if we if we stand in here saying, "Oh, we won't make the playoffs," never going to happen. Look, we may not. I'm not saying we won't, but I'm. At the end of the day, is we've got to go for it. Otherwise, we might as well start every season. Well, we're not going to make the. We're not going to win the league, so we may not bother. To Richard's we, defense, though, Mike, he there. was he was saying that, but he was saying it's a tall four games is a, is a tall. Be, order. I'm just saying from where we are, Mike. We need to. I'm not. I'm not ruling it out. I'm just saying we need to be realistic, and we're going to have to go on the sort of type of run that would win you a league. We got to go really on like, championship form, and we've won. Like Blackpool yeah. did, yeah. But then, so, how many Blackpool might come along and see in two or three seasons? Hardly any. You know that Blackpool, was right. Hang on, we did it when. Listen, when when oh, was it Roy Keane left? Uh, well, no, Paul Jewell left. No, yeah. When did when did um. um all right, can, I, when we can I ask you a question, bottom. right? Can I ask you a question? We, yeah. Tradition. No, no, carry on. Sorry, I'll, I'll come back to you in a minute. Carry on. Carry on. McCarthy came in that season, and if we'd have played like that 
in the first half of the season, we'd have won that league. That's how many points that we got the second half of that season. And that's where we are right now. To say that our season's a write-off or to say our season, we're not going to make the playoffs or to say it as a, as a, as a huge mountain to climb, right now, halfway through the season, is utter, utter madness. And that's not what town fans should be saying. We should be looking to try and win every damn game possible. Right? And if we, don't win, if, we, listen, if we don't win every right. game... Okay, how about this? So, to make the playoffs last year, Doncaster won... I think it was 19 games overall, right? Mm-hmm. We've got eight at the moment. So that's Don't 11 games. Last year, Martin. Well, why was it on my league table? Say Doncaster in six. All right, Oxford, ignore what the fuck Oxford I'm saying. I'll go get a lead. Oxford, Oxford was sixth for last season. They finished on 74 points, twice. I think. Hang on, it's got Doncaster twice. That's why. So, yes, carry on. It is 74 points. You are right. But 18, games 19 games. How many games they win? Name. 18, 18 games. As how many we got left? 22. 22 games. That's 66 points, possible points. Well, yeah, there you go. Look, Matt Stanner, we're saying the same things here, Matt, uh, Mike. I'm not <laughs> saying we can't make it. I'm just being realistic. From where we are at the minute... It is tough. It's going to be tough, Mike, because we don't just play... I'm not saying... I'm not saying yeah, but to, 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 yeah, but some fans are saying we write this season off or we should just concentrate oh, no, 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 no. on doing well this season and then start again next. I mean, that has got to be the most... Stupid comments I've ever heard in my life. You know what? They're being realistic. No, they're not being realistic. They are. This is no. a team, Mark. That's one. Listen, listen. We've Do you want to be thinking Bobby Robinson when we were sat? No, listen. When we were sat there at, at um, fourth from bottom on in '78, he turned around and said, "Oh, don't worry about this season. We'll sort it out next." The thing is, we've no, got an eight. We've, we've only got an eight-game margin of error. That's the mm. issue here. Like You've yeah. got eight games in which... Oh, we're going on stats now, are we? Just gonna constantly no, we're going go on, on stats. Let's just go game by game, by game, by game. Let's stop yeah. trying to predict the future because we can't predict the future with Ipswich. No no team, unless we're sitting second and we're like six points clear of, of third, then maybe... We, but right now, we are we are middle of the table. If we were If we were closer to the bottom... Than we were. There you go. Josh, Josh Russell top. makes a great point here, Mike. Weren't you saying the season was over under Cook? And one game under McKenna, suddenly you say we're going to get in the playoffs. Uh, I, I, I never said this. I said if we keep Cook, uh, there's a big difference between saying season's over. Uh, As I said, if you go back, I said that if we keep Cook, the season is over and done with because we are going nowhere with Matt, him. CJ, anyone see things off the ITC team list on the website? Conversation with uh, Selena is: Will he be here next season? You know, do you want players yeah. hanging around here next season? He ain't going to play League One again, is he? Next season, I don't no. Think. Two fifty from Neil. Thank you very much. Uh, resign Walton and Bon and get Fraser. Stephen, you've heard the fisherman. You, we, we've only got an eight-game margin of error. Need about eighteen to twenty-one wins, and we've got eight at the moment. Where are you on this mountain to climb? Well, of course it's a mountain, but no one's saying. I don't think anyone reasonable is saying that it's impossible. At the end of the no. day, you know, we beat Wickham, Wickham beat Charlton. At the end of the day, on our day, yeah, and I'm just saying on our day, I don't fear anyone in this league. We've rocked up against Sunderland. Yeah, we haven't got the points, but we're better than, better than them on both games. You know, I don't fear. We've lost a lot of points on luck more than anything else. Other teams have been lucky. And we've no, been... we haven't. Oh, yeah, what are you talking about? Not bad luck. Oh, so you're saying Sunderland were better than us at the the patch? They scored two. They win. Win. We won the game. It's were they better? No, they weren't better. Were they better? That's not the we game. We lost twice. You saying that's not unlucky? Unlucky is referee giving a penalty that never was no, an own goal or deflection. They've shown what we need to do. I think when we went there. Johnson would probably have got sacked. Hang on, let me finish. Johnson would probably got sacked if we'd have beat them. They've won five and they've drawn three of their last eight games. Now, that is what we need to do. It's all right us on here talking about saying, we can do this, we can do that. The first half of the season, Morecambe we've drawn with. We've lost at Cheltenham. AFC Wimbledon, we got smashed by Bolton. The second half of the season, we can't do that. We need to beat these teams. But as Martin says up there, we left ourselves not a lot of wriggle room. You know, we've got to go to these places and we have to win these games. Of course it is. I, you know, I'm trying to get to my point. The point is, yeah, 
I still think we've had a lot of un- we've we've been unlucky. We have. I agree with there that. There have been games where we should have won, and for one reason or another, we didn't. Whether it was Bond's bloody miss, which you know everybody knows he should have scored. There's been a lot of things gone on. You, you know, can say that every season. You can say that every season. Right, well, give me yeah, a bridge. Steve, Steve, Rich, right? No disrespect, right? But Stephen's right. You, you, you. After the Morecambe, all these different games, were still defending Paul, Paul Cook and defending the team. And now you're saying that's caused us no end of problems. You can't have it both ways, fella. All right, Mike. Hang on. I've got five minutes left for the show. I want to bring in Neil. Neil Perks. Thank you for the super chat. Come and sort these hey, guys. Hi, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Sort these two out, Neil. Come on. Sorry, guys. I was somewhere else for a minute. What do you want me to say? Sorry. You're live on Talking Town. Welcome. Yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we're clear, twenty twenty two starting the right way. Um, points, wins, eight game margin of error. What, what do you make of it? Because you have got several different trains of thought. Stephen says we've been unlucky a lot this season. Cruncher says it's not really going to happen. Mike says don't give up. Matt yeah. says Emerson Fairweather. Then Neil says you make your own luck, and the best teams make their own luck, and they do. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with that. Um, for, for, for me, I would say, regarding this season, I still think we can make the playoffs, absolutely. Top two is going to be hard. Um, <laughs> I mean, no chance, Neil. We're getting six points for a Well, I, I didn't say we were going to do it. I said it's going to be hard. Playoffs, I can definitely got the chance for the playoffs. Yeah. I think looking at it, 22 games, honest, honestly and truthfully, obviously, like Crunch says, we can't afford to draw too many. I think we could afford to probably lose no more than two or three games, but we're going to have to win a lot of the remainder to even make the playoffs, I think. It's doable, yeah. though. Still doable, because teams Absolutely. will drop points as well. I just want to say, I just want to make a point. At the end of the day, I'm not saying that we're not going to do it. I'm, I'm quite, no. That's not my main focus right now. If we get, if we make the playoffs, for me, that's a bonus. I want us to win every game, and I'm confident we can win every game. I don't fear no one. I haven't all season. But the point I want to see is I want to see progression. I want to see consistency. Just in case we don't. I don't want one of those seasons where, you know, we just miss out and we've got nowhere and we're going to next year and we've still got nowhere. I want to go to at the end of this season. If we just miss out, we can go, well, we can have a damn good, damn good not goal next season. You know, I don't want to, I don't want last season to happen this season. And us all be on tendrils whether it goes off. We, we know we can confidently go into the first match and have give it a damn good go. We didn't know nothing this season, and we we're proved to. Well, quite frankly, we we're a bit soft, you know. So I want it. I want. I want to see progression. I want to see consistency. I still think we could win. What? At least eleven games out of the last twenty-two. I, I could that might be easy. enough. That might be enough. I Mind quite easily see that. There's a lot of teams that we know we should be beating. The Gillinghams, you know, the Morecams, the Cheltenhams. We should be beating those teams quite handily. You know, I still think, you know, against some of the bigger sides, we can beat them quite handily. But we've got, if we if we just like pick like the Rotherhams and people like that, who we lose to, and we say, well, we'll lose to them, do our best to win them. But if we lose to them... No big, no big whoop, and we beat the rest. All right. That, that's our, that's our best way forward. But it, like, like Cruncher says, and I agree with him. You know, I've got my ticket ticket to Bolton. I'll be going there. You know, good man. I'll be, I'll, 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 it's like one of those things where we've got to do something we haven't done in like nearly twenty years. So it, it, it is something that's hard, but it's okay. not impossible. And with the teams around us, it's Great very- point. I'm going to have to let you drop you three off because I've got to bring Colin in in a second and I want to finish as close as I can to the hour, Mark. We're all fucking 30 seconds away from it. So, Neil, Stephen, Mike, I appreciate yeah. all of you. Thank you all so much. We're going to have a few comments. We've got Kiwi. If we have a run on teams in the playoff position, have a wobble, it's game on. Put pressure on the teams above and peek into the playoffs and we go up. Agreed. Very little wiggle room, though. Facebook user. At the start of the season, we threw away points by big mistakes from our defence. Again, we didn't take our chances. Didn't have quality. And our defence is poor. There's no excuses anymore. We're an average League One team, but we need to get our act together. Well, ben Stephen Moore. Said, Stephen said um, 11 wins. So that takes us to 65. Yeah. 19 so, wins. Still going to have to get... It's 74 points last year Oxford got. Well, if you won 11 games out of 22, you, you've, got, you, you de- you've then got to draw more than you, you get beat in the remainder. In the, in the remainder. It's wins or gets up the table. It is. Ben Moore, McKenna has one game. We're thinking he's the next Alex Ferguson. Let's see if we win our next five, six, seven games. Totally agree with see it. see how we do. Wednesday as a team performance. We need a lot more. Absolutely. Colin, welcome in. I've only got a few minutes. I want to start with something that happened on this day. 
uh, well, a day after, or yesterday rather, in 2002, um, where Burley was angry with his defence because they capitulated. We took a 2-0 lead at Charlton five minutes oh. into the game and oh, threw it away game? to finish 3-2. How oh, were you feeling, you three, back in the day? Come on, that that. Big, yeah. yeah, Chuck Matt. How was how much of a big defeat was that for a, for a team that was clinging? If I seem to remember rightly, it was Marcus Spent got two goals, didn't he? he? Did. And then that, that lad was it Robinson should have got he sent got, off. No, he should have been sent off. He snapped someone in half over at the yeah, left back, been sent yellow, off, yeah. and then I think he went and scored, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. got back in again. That was the game for me, Matt, where I thought Serini. No, nah, he didn't fancy it. I see him warming up. I think it was a bit sort of frosty in the pitch, weren't it? Didn't yeah. fancy it. I thought, nah, you're not for me, yeah, mate. Yeah, shame that. Well, shame. Is it the week? Is it next week where we played Dagenham? And that that's sort of the curtains on his career. Is it? Andy yeah. Marshall, worry. Yeah, Colin. Yeah. Well. <laughs> how, how did you see it back then? Three-two defeat. You probably thought he was still going to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not good, not good. Um, not one of not one of our favourite uh, memories. Uh, Rich quite rightly says, Matty Serini. Yeah, a bit oh, of a bit, a bit of a Serini. You know, I liked him so much. I called my cat Serini. I like Serini. Wasn't one Rich. of my favourite signers of all time. Yeah. I got to say, while Rich is on, I love that top. It reminds me so much of Mirren to Van Basten. There he is. Number twelve. You're on Three What's minutes goal, added Colin? on time, Colin. So you've heard the lads, you've heard Rich, you've heard Matt, Stephen, Mike, and Neil Perks. What do you make of the show's points overall? Where, where are you on it all? I think it's been very, very good. It's been a lot of, um, you know, general like chatting amongst us. And, Leo, I think most of us are on the right side of it. You know, I mean, I agree with what Rich said about the fact that. You know, we haven't done this in a long, long time. But like Mike and Neil and a few other people in the chat have said, you know, we, we just must, like you must never, like I always say, you know, and I really mean it. I always say to my boys, you know, must never give up in life. And then once you start giving up in life, you might as well just, you know, might as well put a couple of nails in your coffin and go down the hole, you know. Because, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I just believe while there's, you know, while there's life, there's hope, and um, there's certainly a lot of hope. I think with um, with Kier and I, I just think I, you know, we're going to find, I think, in the new year, a revitalised town. I think, um, and I think that's going to be rather, Gov. I think that's going to be rather uh, low key ish under under Kieran. I start drinking the shots because I'm going to mention oh. his name. Oh, here we go. I do see a lot of a young Bobby in him. He's only been I do. a cup and, of coffee so far, No, I, I, I really like the bloke. I, li I like how he's coming across. I like how he's coming across more than anything... Um, with the players, and also he's conducting himself professionally within the club. You know, and you know, a lot of people might not think too much about the thing with the coaching and and that kind of thing. I think that's very professional. I think that's very Arsenal. It's very Man United, very Man City, very Liverpool. And um, you know, when you've got somebody at the helm who's conducting himself in that manner, the players, and I think Norwood is possibly taken a lot from this, if I'm quite honest, if I'm sorry, if I'm being quite honest, because I think it might even do, I mean, obviously in the next day or two or next week or two, we're going to find out obviously a lot more what's going to happen with James. Um, but I personally think if he stays on, which I hope he does now for at least the end of this season, I think that could make make I could make him the fact that um, that Kieran, you know, like the kind of school teacher, his headmaster stroke, you know, um, tutor kind of person he is. I think that could really, really help that man, and it could even help him into next season, hopefully into the championship. Because I've not given these playoffs up, not one little bit, and I. 
And I think, like you quite rightly said a minute ago, Gav, Matt, and uh, and Rich, we've got 22 games left here. You know, that's a lot of points. That's 66 points. And um, absolutely, Colin, absolutely, that's a great point. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna bring it there because it's one hour and five minutes. And I know the mogul said to me the first thing he said to me today was, "Make sure it's only an hour." Um, so don't you blaming me. <laughs> By the way. McKenna is not the new Fergie because Fergie lost his first game at Man United. They lost 2 0 to Oxford. Did he? Did he really? Yeah. Things you never knew. Um, Stephen Parry said he, he, he reminds me more of George Burley. Uh, Kiwi Track never says Kiwi, Kiwi goes to the fridge and gets a beer. Cheers, Colin. Uh, Josh said, <laughs> <laughs> one game. Can we stop acting like he's Fergie, please? Then he says 400 grand for Holy. What a waste of money. And I George, because that's because George says Holy said to leave. Join I think he got, a, he got another zero on there, probably 40. Not that's a great bit of business, either way. 40 or 400, because he's signed on a free transfer. He's not played barely. No way, Holy go for nearly half a mil. No, I can't see that. Not. Can you bet at Cambridge? This has been an absolute. I got 400 grand to money. They put together, for, not for it. Is the mogul in a different location? Maybe the car was on a meter, says Matt Stannard. <laughs> um, absolutely. Look, it's been a really great show. Considering that, you know, in a football drought, as the Kiwi Tractor Boy called it, this has been a really good show. I appreciate mm -hmm. Stephen, Neil, David for the Super Chats, all of you for the Super Chats, Colin for coming on as well. Tomorrow's show, I'm not quite sure if we're still going to be doing it or not. I'll be communicating through social media. If it is, it's me, Stephen Thompson, and Neil Moles. Put your feet up. Put your feet up. Have a rest. Oh, do you know what? After every show so far, the next day, all I've done is Gov, sleep. Gov, can I just say Back one last now. thing? Go for it. Of course you can. Gov. We'll close the show with you. Go yeah. for it. What, what, is yours. What did, you three, what did you three think of the photo of Swede Herring? God rest his soul. <laughs> the, cheer, the cheerleader. This used to be the cheerleader around Portman Road in the 60s. It was a bus conductor. Yeah, he was a top. It... If you're your local bus company serving your football team, buses run every 10 minutes. Avoid the traffic, don't get stuck in the delay. Get Ipswich buses today. A single £1.20, a return only £2. Find out more information at www.ipswichbuses.co.uk. Ipswich buses proud to partner with Talk